Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well, speaking of viewers, there will be a lot of people and uh, golf fans and not just golf fans as well, but uh, people who love genuine sport. And it's getting to that point uh, in terms of uh, what's coming up in the FedEx. It's just an amazing time of the year for the golfers because it's, uh, it's uh, the culmination of a year of playing in PGA events and trying to get uh, to the big time. Uh, the FedEx Cup playoffs start this weekend. 70 of the, the tour's players who compete uh, and qualified for huge prize money and a chance to be crowned the tour's best. It all starts uh, at the TPC Southwind uh, before heading to Illinois for the BMW Championship and then culminating at the famous East Lake for the Tours Championship. Now, despite missing the depth of uh, live players, including Bryson DeChambeau, who shot... 58 the other day to win the latest uh, live event. Uh, players, uh, some notable names have still missed the cut, leaving a huge opportunity for new blood to cash in some big chances. David Bileski's uh, speciality is to cash checks at Deep Dive Golf on Twitter. He had Lucas Glover at a huge price last week. So what will he come up with this time around? Good morning to you, David Bileski. Lewis, Lucas Glover, how'd you get him? Good morning, Shirley. Yes, um, yeah, big, big win last week. We had, we had Lucas Cover, obviously, at, at 90 to 1. And then, um, we actually paired it up with, um, second place Russell Henley, who was, um, 20 to 1 for a full place payout on him as well. Um, look, for, for Lucas Glover, it's, it's interesting, right? Because we can, we can see things in a golfer's game and, and we'd actually tipped him at the 3M Open the week before and then missed the cut right on the number. And so easy in those situations to just discount a, a golfer's chance, um, moving forward. And, um, look, that's not always the right thing to do. You know, we looked we looked at his his miscut, and there wasn't actually anything too too dreadful with it. You know, he's pretty close. And prior to that, he'd had three top six finishes, and that was included a fourth at the Donald Ross designed um, Detroit Golf Club, um, and the the tournament last week played at Sedgefield was also a Donald Ross design and Lucas Glover had put a new putter in the bag, and he's been one of the best ball strikers on tour um, for quite some time, but. Had dreadful yips with the putter basically, and he'd put a new mm. putter in the bag and worked on his putter stroke and, and gone with the broomstick, and that had actually um, started to, to turn his game in, in the right direction. And he had very good record actually previously before um, the putter woes um, at that course. So um, it seemed a no-brainer. His price had, had moved out from 70s at the 3M Open to 90s, and, and he really hadn't done all that much wrong. So the, the market had kind of overcreated itself, and it was a great opportunity to get on at a, at a very good value of 90s one and deliver another winner wow great money great money okay this weekend the st jude classic uh being played at the tpc southwind in memphis it uh, is a converted old dairy farm actually back in history past 70 course 7244 yards undulating zoysia fairways with bermuda greens and uh, quite a lot of water around the course david so uh, what are we looking at here uh who are we kind of looking at on those types of terrain yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting course because I think that that typically it wouldn't be the type of course you would think for the first FedEx Cup playoff event, but it tends to deliver a pretty outstanding finish. I mean, we saw that last year with 
Will Zalatoris and Seb Strucker going to the playoff and um, and Will Zalatoris um, trying thinking about having a miracle shot off the rocks and Seb Strucker finding the water and um, look there, there it is fraught with danger. You, you're right on there. There's um, there's water everywhere dotted around this course, so there's, there's the potential to make big numbers. The fairways are pretty narrow too. The sort of 300 yard carry mark. You're looking at 28 yard fairways. The rough is two and a half inches, and um, what's worth noting with that is that it's Bermuda rough, so two and a half inches isn't typically that long. I mean, some of the courses, when they're using like a Kentucky bluegrass, you'll see four-inch long rough, so two and a half, it might sound you know um, pretty manageable, but with Bermuda, it does really depend on the lie that you get. The ball can sit down right at the bottom of that grass, or it can sort of be teed up a little bit on the top, and you can get a bit of a flyer, and it can um, it can travel a bit um, further than people expect. So the pounds are very, very, very difficult actually to manage that sort of rough. So um, the greens are also some of the smallest on tour. I mean, we're only looking at a green size about 4,500 square feet, um, so they're they're small targets to hit. Um, it's a it's a tricky course. It's a it's a tough course to manage. So all up for me, that that sort of rounds into a picture of a bit of emphasis on driving accuracy, particularly this year. I think that's going to be important because we're looking at some um, thunder sales that are passing through Tennessee, especially on that first day. So we're going to see a lot of rain. Um, there's potential for some delays, and when we get that the sort of level of rain that we're looking at, there's a chance that they'll play lift clean in place which means that if you find the fairway you can pick up the ball clear off any dirt and place it again and so that becomes a big advantage for anyone who's an accurate driver um, and then from there um, we've seen people who are basically elite at approach um, and iron play uh, do very well here nine of the last 12 winners have led the field um, for strokes gained tier to green so we're looking at winners like Justin Thomas Will Zalatoris so not necessarily the, the best putters on tour but some of the best iron players on tour and that, that I think is going to be the recipe for success this week. Okay, if you, we were watching last weekend, folks, we will have noticed the said uh, same Justin Thomas missing out by uh, one spot. And I think he qualified uh, 71st, and uh, only the top 70 get through. So the format now, David, in terms of breaking down to the FedEx itself, uh, what happens to this top 70? Yeah, so um, basically we're, we're going to whistle down the field from 70 down to 50 next week at the BMW Championship and then down again to 30 for the, the final tour championship. And it's really about just trying to elevate your position within the FedEx Cup rankings from here on out. So after this tournament, um, it's a no-cut event. Um, so full four rounds from all golfers. And after that tournament, the top 50 in the FedEx Cup rankings will then go through to the BMW Championship next week. And then from there, the top 30 will play for the FedEx Cup and with that top 30 based on their ranking within the FedEx Cup there will be starting strokes basically allocated to the top second third fourth down from there in terms of um, giving yourself a little bit of a head start on the rest of the field and then um, competing for one of the largest um, prize prize purses in, in all of golf so it's an exciting time of year as we get into the playoffs um, obviously we've got some big changes coming to the schedule next year as well um, so yeah it's, it's very very exciting it's been interesting this year in terms of format because we've we've obviously had these elevated events where it's condensed a lot of the top players into a single tournament and I think that's what's what's happened as well is reducing it down to 70 with the playoffs with the playoffs, we've seen people like Justin Thomas that we mentioned, Adam Scott, Shane Lowry, um, who have who have missed the missed the FedEx Cup basically. And uh, like I'll give Shane Lowry as an example, he he finished in the top twenty at three of the majors this year. 
Whereas if you finish second at, say, the Bermuda Championship, kind of one of these lower-tiered events, you were earning the same same FedEx Cup um, points if you'd finished second at, you know, the, the Open Championship. Um, so I think that some of the tweaks to the format have been very good because, you know, you look at someone like Shane Lowry, who you, you would say, you know, three top 20s in the majors probably deserves to be in the end-of-year playoffs um, versus some of the, the more minor names who have kind of been able to rack up points at some of these um, alternative events over the course of the year. I was just looking at uh, the favouritism um, on uh, various markets around the world, and to be perfectly honest, the, the top 10, I don't think any of them played last week uh, in the tournament when it was whittled down to 70 because they had their spots guaranteed by numbers anyway. Uh, and we're looking now at uh, the three favourites being, um, and this is probably a, a consensus, uh, Scotty Scheffler, John Rahm and Rory McIlroy, incidentally, uh, all playing together uh, in the first round or two. Yeah, and I mean, that, that's just, that's a, a fantastic three ball. It's, it's going to be, you know, five, five, six, seven, eight people deep uh, following that group around. Um, clearly the best three players in the world right now, um, quite easily. Scotty Scheffler, obviously, the, the approach game's been very, very good. Um, we all know his well-documented struggles with the putter of late. Um, look, I, I think Scotty Scheffler's a, a very live chance if he putts at anything like the average of the field. Um, just the, the concern for me is, is come that, that we haven't seen it for quite some time. I do know he's put a new putter into the bag this week, so he's clearly searching for something. Um, whether he finds it or not is anyone's guess, but he's across the board quite easily the best ball striker in the world. It's not particularly close. Um, and if we're looking at a, at a course where approach is key, um, he's a very, very obvious answer. I'm not sure that I see value in, in the number in the market that there is out there at the moment just because we have had those putter lawyers recently. And, I, and that does still remain a concern for me. I mean, um, look, he, he's... He's, he is the best ball striker in the world. Is he going to make the putts to be able to get the victory? I'm still not 100% certain on that. Um, Rory McIlroy obviously has had a, a very, very good year. Still searching for um, that, that last major to complete the Grand Slam and, and a bit of a disappointing um, performance of the Masters earlier. But um, look, I think that he'll be very, very um, competitive as he always is. His approach skills are um, superb, fantastic around the green game. Again, little bit of a worry with the putter and the, the probably the bigger concern for me with McElroy is that he's been getting a little bit loose with the driver recently. We've seen him hitting some, some bigger hooks. Um, so that leaves me with John Rahm which for, for me is probably my favourite of that of those three at this point. Um, he's second in this field um, just behind Scotty Scheffler um, for his approach play and his irons. Um, 14th off the tee. He's fantastic with the driver. Hits it long and straight um, and we've with, I think it's easy to forget that John Rahm has had an absolutely superb year. He's won the Genesis Invitational. He's won the Tournament of Champions. Um, he's won the Masters and put the green jacket on and solved that. So I think he's had a, a very, very good year. And I think of those three, he answers the most questions um, at this point. One of the big movers, I think, in the PGA, which has been very popular, has been uh, Ricky Fowler. Jordan Spieth is uh, floating around, they're, and Morikawa, they're on, on a, uh, on a, a around about a $25, $26 uh, mark as well uh, with uh, Terrell Hatton. Um, are, are they possibilities? I mean, who, who are you really, really uh, interested in? And of course, we can get all the information by going to Deep Dive Golf on Twitter, but um, 
I mean, is there anyone right way out of the frame now that we're getting to the pointy end that you think? Wow. Yeah, so I, so I mean, of those names you mentioned, I really like Morikawa's t- chances this week. I think it's it's time. I, let's not forget that, that Morikawa last year was the first year that he hadn't um, secured a win on the, the PGA Tour, and um, he'll be desperate to ride that this season. He's been very, very close on a few occasions, uh, notably the Tournament Champions, which um, he kind of gifted that win to, to John Rahm. Um, he had a third at the Farmers Insurance Open, a second at the Rocket Mortgage um, just two tournaments ago, before the, the Open Championship. And I think Morikawa is a, a lot closer than people think. He's currently third um, for approach over the last three months in this field, so behind Shifley and Rahm. Um, and he's notably um, sixth for driving accuracy in this field as well. So I think that's really going to be quite key across those first two days. I really liked the prices initially when um, Morikawa Kawa came out, um, so he was 33 to one on open. So we we actually um, took that up and and win daily, um, and it's been narrowed down to to 25s and even further than that in, in other spots as well. So I think he's a very very live option. Um, the the other three have certainly had had um, fantastic seasons, but um, if we're looking at a course with these small greens, um, I want elite iron players, and Morikawa is certainly one of the best of world at that. Okay, um, right, well, uh, we can get all the information, folks, uh, from David on uh, Deep Dive uh, Golf at Twitter. It is a sensational site with a sensational uh, ratio of success, I've got to say. Uh, cheers, David. Um, well, we're going to ring you over the next uh, couple of weeks as we whittle it down to the really pointy end of the Tour Championship. And then, of course, it starts the season again, I think, starts in... Uh, the end of September, which is bizarre to think the 2024 season starts then, but that is uh, the nature of golf. David Pileski, as always, uh, fantastic to catch up with you. Thank you, mate. Pleasure as always. Thanks, Billy.